If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. Garfield, Tom and Jerry, Looney Tunes. I'm sure you've watched a couple of episodes of these when you were young. These shows <laughs> never fail to entertain us as kids. They gave us the idea that animals have their own world and actually communicate with each other too. Pretty interesting, right? But have you ever thought about what would happen if these animals could be leaders in our society? Impossible? Definitely not. Elections are one of the most awaited events in a country. Once again, it's time to choose a leader. Picking the most intelligent and responsible representative is definitely a must. Most of us have our very own expectations. But I'm betting that seeing a cat or a dog on your ballot isn't one of them. Non-human electoral candidates. This is the term coined for animals who run for a specific office. There are, surprisingly, a lot of amazing cases all over the world. In case you're wondering why and how this happened, the answer would be either a kind of protest or purely for entertainment purposes. A couple of electoral regulations might end the party, though. Some examples would be the age requirement, or more importantly, the responsibilities that only a human can do. Now, what would happen if a dog or cat has been elected as mayor? Looking at the real-life examples may give us clarity here. A small town in Alaska, called Talkeetna, elected Stubbs, a cat, as their mayor in 1997. A story as famous as this has a few different explanations for why a feline has been elected as a mayor. But the most famous one is that it was due to the people's dissatisfaction with the other candidates, who, to our surprise, were humans. Since there were no real elections, Stubbs being the mayor was mostly for marketing purposes. A lot of stores were able to sell souvenirs with the cat's face on it. With this being said, a couple of citizens were given jobs, and others were able to build small businesses. Also, tourism in town rapidly increased to about 30 to 40 people a day. All of these visitors come with only one intention – to meet the city's mayor. Win-win situation, right? An improved economy and less complaining from the residents. They seem to be pretty satisfied with their furry mayor. Considering the success story I just mentioned, you can't really blame other cities or towns for attempting the exact same stunt. For 13 amazing years, Bosco Ramos served the town of Sonol in California. This Black Lab Rottweiler mix was elected mayor during the 1981 election. This time, it was mainly for entertainment purposes. This famous candidate even had a tagline during the campaign, which says, Dogs are people too. People in this town must really love dogs, since Bosco won in a landslide vote against two human candidates. This canine mayor was doing very well. The media couldn't get enough of him and actually turned him into quite the celebrity. He even made it onto the international scene. He was invited as an honorary guest when a couple of students from Berkeley arranged a protest against a foreign newspaper who portrayed Bosco's winning as a negative thing. No worries, though. This doggy made sure that even with his fame, he was still attending to his duties like leading a Halloween parade every year while wearing a formal tuxedo. During his term, he would often visit the citizens of his town by strolling around while wearing his signature red bandana. 
But don't get the idea that everything went smoothly the whole time. Well, mostly. But controversies are something that can't be avoided sometimes. Bosco was seen with a couple of other female dogs, and even went missing for a week. His owner didn't even know where he was. Good thing is, he eventually came back. His life had many ups and downs, and in 1994, it came to an end. However, he'll forever be in his constituents' hearts. They even built a bust figure of their doggy mayor as a tribute, bearing the title The World's First Canine Mayor. Another story of an elected dog mayor is Duke. He also won a landslide vote from 9 out of 12 citizens in one of the smallest towns in Minnesota. Even his opponent admitted that he voted for the dog instead of himself. But since this is just honorary and ceremonial, he didn't really perform any duties as a mayor. Cats and dogs are probably the most common animals that we have all over the world. But non-human electoral candidates aren't just limited to these two species. In 1958, a rhinoceros named Kakareko from the Sao Paulo Zoo was included in the city council elections. The government officials didn't actually accept her candidacy, but according to the data that was taken during that election, she won with 100,000 votes. Until this day, voto cacareco or cacareco vote is still a term used in Brazil whenever there's a need to protest for a vote. Also, her candidacy inspired the rhinoceros party in Canada. Another famous case was a chimpanzee named Tiao, who ran for mayor of Rio de Janeiro in 1988. This unique candidate had a slogan that said, Vote monkey, get monkey. A lot of assumptions were made about this candidacy, but one stands out the most, which was about the citizens being tired of having the same events at every election. Sadly, all the votes were marked as null, but he reportedly won 400,000 votes, putting him in third place. Have you had enough of our amazing animal candidates? Well, here's a bonus round. Since this is about non-human electoral candidates, how about inanimate objects being elected? In Ireland, during the 1997 presidential election, a famous Irish television puppet ran for office. Even though Dustin the Turkey was not recognized as an official candidate, there were rumors that he came in fifth. And for our last star, a fire hydrant. Yeah, you heard that right. The same thing firefighters connect to in order to get their water supply ran for candidacy from 2004 up to 2008 at the University of British Columbia as one of the board of directors. Unexpectedly, six votes were cast for it. Rumor has it, all six votes were cast by dogs. Since all of our mentioned candidates will never be able to perform the duties humans can, they never had any official responsibilities or had to pay any taxes, or hire any secretaries. But their cases are a good example of what humans are capable of doing. Our world is full of talented and brilliant minds. Sometimes, unique ideas can sprout from anywhere. It's a good thing that we have the freedom and opportunity to believe that anything is possible and take those chances. Surely, there will be rules and regulations. This doesn't mean that breaking them is a must in order to have a little fun they can always be bent. A classic example would be our non-human candidates. Whether they were used for fun or to send a message, they were fascinating. The main fact that people can go out of their way just to stand up for what they believe in, or simply have a few extra smiles during a bad day, is the simple proof that life has a lot to offer.